Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Getting It Out podcast. That was England's Evil. The song was the title track off of their upcoming record, The Unknown. It's their sixth full-length offering. It'll be out there courtesy of Napalm Records. It drops July 14th, uh, just uh, about two 
months away, not quite two months, less than two months. Who cares how many months it actually is? It's coming relatively soon. That's the first track to be released off of this. As I mentioned, there's six full length. Um, I think it's really cool. I think they're a band known for writing thrash music, right? And this one sees them take a step in a familiar direction. One that we've seen Metallica do, but uh, 30 years prior. Is it 30 years? Is the early 90s 30 years ago now? I think it is. Anyway, these guys have been around for 20 years, so that's two thirds of that. Just a little math for you to go into this one. Anyway, uh, The Unknown, like I said, is the first track off of the new record. The rest, I'm sure, will be coming shortly, and you can check it all out on your own time, but I wanted to show you that one there. The Unknown by Evil from the UK. New record, The Unknown, July 14th, Napalm Records. Very cool song. I'm excited about what the rest is. I like that direction that they're headed right now. Um, familiar, but when done well, it's pretty awesome. And I think they did a great job with that one. Anyway, this episode of the podcast features an interview with Samantha Mobley. She's the bassist of Texas death metal masters, Frozen Soul. Yeah, I said masters because when you release a sophomore record as good as Glacial Domination, you get upgraded to masters and they did just that a couple weeks ago and i'm sure you love it by now already and if you haven't checked it out now is as good as time as any Uh, we had this conversation outside of the venue well she was outside the venue in seattle i think it was seattle as part of the black dahlia murder terror phobophilic fuming mouth tour that frozen soul was a part of and uh so timely in that regard talk a little bit about that tour specifically and uh you know all sorts of other things why bother recapping my conversation right here right now when you can just listen to hot zone and then we can get into the episode so let's do that The NBA Finals are set. Yes, you don't have to hear me fret any longer about the Boston Celtics making the NBA Finals. It is official. The Miami Heat have moved on. Uh, there was some there was some concern on my part, but last night Jimmy Butler and the boys smashed that door closed on those little baby Celtics fingers, and those leprechaun wieners are crying today. Trust me. First thing I did put on Bill Simmons podcast. You should do it too. It's a good exercise. It's a cathartic exercise for a Sixers fan who just went through the same thing. Relatively the same thing. Although the Celtics have something to hang their hats on, I guess, that they almost came back from a 3-0 deficit to do the first reverse sweep. But it didn't happen. Thank God. And uh, now we're left with Jimmy Butler in the Miami Heat versus Nikola Jokic. And the Denver Nuggets, I think you got to go Nuggets, you know, but uh, everybody's bet against the Heat so far. They're the eighth seed. Could they be the first ones to win the championship? I don't think it's happened before. I know the Knicks got there in the late 90s as an eighth seed, but that was a weird year. Uh, So let's see if the Heat can do it. I'm, I want to say I got no dog in the race here, but I'm I'm just a Jimmy Butler fan, man. I just want to see that guy do it. Uh, I'm going to try to relax on the hate for Jokic because there's no real reason for it. I don't I've got no evidence of his crimes. As far as I can tell, he's just a good basketball player. But I just got a little hate in my heart, you know, and uh, why? I don't know if it was years before I would have been like, yeah, go Nuggets, get your championship. That's cool. I don't got anything against that franchise. I don't like Jamal Murray's face much. So maybe that's points against Aaron Gordon's always been kind of cool. MPJ. Yeah, whatever. He was on my uh, my fantasy team for a couple years. He didn't do me that well, but he's okay. KCP, he already got one. I don't even lots of lots of acronym guys. That's a good thing. You need you need acronym guys. It makes it easy for me to remember. Bruce Brown, respectable. You know, Christian Braun Brown. Who, I don't know anything about the guy. People just say his name a lot, so I'm just throwing him in there too. Uh, but yeah, uh, Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, Caleb Martin. Where the fuck did that guy come from? Kevin Love, Kyle Lowry, guys who have been there before. So, yeah, maybe that helps. Maybe not. I don't know. 
We'll see. It starts this Thursday, I think. Anyway, we're back to normal here on Getting It Out podcast. I briefly mentioned some things, personal life things in previous episodes. And even some people reached out and said, hey, I heard what you said vaguely heard what you said and I hope all is well. And I am here to tell you now that now all is well. Things have worked out. Um, It was concerns. I don't want to get deep into it. It was concerns, uh, parental concerns. How do I say it? It was was being concerned for your kids. It was like worst nightmare type shit. And uh, we got past it. And let's just say, Let's not say anymore. Let's leave it that everything is good here. Back to normal. During that time, I wasn't doing new interviews. I put everything on hold for the most part with the podcast, aside from putting out episodes. So this is an interview on this episode with Samantha from Frozen Soul that was done a couple of weeks ago. And I still think everything is relevant. And I still think you're going to like it. We recorded this the day before the album drops. I think I say it like 600 times in our conversation that that uh, the album drops tomorrow, which, of course, was a couple of weeks ago. Samantha was uh, wonderful in that she was doing this interview outside of the venue and kept moving to make sure we had a good connection and there wasn't interruptions. So there might be a little choppiness in some of the editing, but I think I did a pretty good job of keeping it all together. But I want to thank her for her effort in making this work. And uh, I think it came out pretty well. Not that long of one, about a half hour, but you know, that's cool for me. We'll put the rest of the fluff around this episode. Like right now, this is the fluff, baby. You are part of the fluff. Do you feel it? Is it like a cloud? It should be. And there's going to be tracks from the album and then my conversation with Samantha. So why not? Why, why keep talking about it? Let's just do exactly what I'm saying. Why keep talking about it? It's the fluff, man. You need part of the fluff. Here it is. This is a track from Glacial Domination. In fact, it is the track Glacial Domination featuring guitar solos from Matt Heafy. Check it out right here. And then my conversation with Samantha.
happy to be talking to you. As I told you, big fan of Frozen Soul. You guys got a new record, Glacial Domination. It comes out, I think, tomorrow, right? Yes, sir. That's 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 pretty cool. You're out on tour right now with. Uh, I'm going off the top of my head. I think it's is it Black Dahlia and Terror and. Yes, uh, Black Dahlia, Murder, Terror, Boba Philic, and Fuming Mouth. Fuming so. Mouth. That was the last one. Forgot about them. Yeah. That's a nice tour. I like that. Terror sticks yeah. out, but not in a bad way. Cause you know, it's funny. Cause like, I remember the first time that I saw Black Dahlia Murder was when they were touring with Comeback Kid. Like maybe I was in high yeah. school. So like 2002, 2003 or something like, you know, 20 years ago. So yeah. that's cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. I remember so, seeing Terror back in 2005 and it's crazy. Cause like I'm on tour with them now. <laughs> so it's like, oh, this is weird. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I always tell people I bought lowest of the low at Hot Topic. So, which is funny, you know, that's just to blow my own cred. You know, I was like, yeah, I, I bought the, <laughs> bought the first terror CD at a hot topic. So, you know, yeah. who gives a shit where you get it. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. All right. So you, you're out on this tour. You got this record coming out tomorrow. That's a, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a lot of shit for a band who's kind of on the rise. You were just on the cover of Decibel magazine, which, which I love. I think that's the greatest thing in the world to me. That's, I just got the, you know, this month's issue, I think it was yesterday, and I right away I go reading that thing. I love that fucking magazine. Um, yeah. So it's very cool to see you guys on there, especially from like my perspective. I don't know. I like you're one of the bands, and fair or not, that I lump you into. I think the same batch of bands that a lot of people do. Again, fair or not, creeping death, undeath, all you know, those types of bands, and. Uh, there's something about watching you guys come up that I'm, that I'm really enjoying. And, uh, part of it, I think has to do with some loose connections with the hardcore scene, which I love, but as I understand from what a little bit, I know about you, maybe you didn't, you didn't come from the hardcore side of things though. No, I came from death metal. Um, Chad is more of the hardcore. Like he, mm-hmm. he played in like vulgar display <clears throat> and some hardcore bands. Um, Matt did as well. Our drummer, um, so he's, they're both more of the hardcore side. Um, uh, me and Michael are kind of more of the metal side. Um, and Chris, our, uh, other guitar player, he's more like punk. He like yeah. has always played punk bands and shit like that. So, um, <clears throat> so it's a big mix of, mm-hmm. of a bunch of different stuff, um, in this band. But yeah, Chad's more of the hardcore dude. Um, I didn't really grow up listening to it it was more of like me going to metal shows like that that show i was telling you about where i saw terror that was mm-hmm. at sounds of the underground and terror yeah. was just like on that huge giant bill so um but yeah so i mean i've i listened to hardcore here and there but it wasn't something that you know i grew up with or anything like that so it was mainly just metal. Well, yeah and that, that's that's what i thought from from again from the little bit i know about you from reading that in that uh a decibel cover story. So, so a little, a little bit aware. I did see you mention that you in there again, going back. Thanks Albert for the material um, that, that yeah. you, uh, you spent years as like a pet stylist. 11 years as a uh, pet stylist. Yeah. What does that, I'm sorry, but what does that mean? Like um, cutting dogs hair, like styling it, like <laughs> giving them like mohawks and green hair and, whatever <laughs> putting bows in there and shit um <clears throat> yeah that was a job i kind of just fell into and i absolutely i love animals but i fucking hated it for mm-hmm. 11 years so yeah that's what i did before i started doing tattoos and playing death metal so <laughs> that's a pretty cool that's a pretty cool tra- tradition or transition uh rather untraditional resume but i like it because as someone who works as a fucking customer service operator or not even operator customer like it sucks i hate i hate my job i hate it every day so it's cool that you you're getting out there doing these things that you like to do yeah i believe that i can't uh imagine having to do customer service again that shit sucks <laughs> so bad so you you joined yeah. frozen soul as as it was already in action right as it was already moving Eh, it was like just barely kind of formed. Um, so Michael and Chad had already been kind of like, like messing around with some riffs and stuff and they needed a bass player and I was friends with them. So I was like, can you let me try to play bass? Like at least like I had just started learning how to play bass and uh, they were like, yeah, fuck it. Uh, let's go. And I was like, sure. And like 
pretty much three or four months after we started like honing in on Frozen Soul, recorded the demo and then got signed to Maggot Stomp like a few months after that. So it was just kind of like boom, boom, boom. And then touring started. So um, they were, to answer your question, kind of. Yeah. But like, not really. It was kind of like, it was there, but uh, you know, it was former members of Judiciary too, I believe, Mm -hmm. where they were like kind of jamming and then they were doing their own thing and they kind of wanted to make it a little heavier or something. And then that's how frozen soul came to be. So nice. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. But so that was, uh, that wasn't that long ago. It, I mean, it feels like, it, I don't know when I first started seeing the name frozen. Soul. I assume it had to be with the maggot stomp stuff because at some point maggot stomp was like, became like a thing, like everything that was all like, you had to check out everything that was on maggot stomp. But I also know that for like, death metal gatekeepers that was like a no-go and they still try to you know oh shit that comes off of there you know is not cool or whatever but which is you know every scene has that shit it's you get that stuff in the hardcore scene too you know but uh but it's been cool to watch you go from there to century media and i think a lot of that has to do with mike gitter right yeah um gitter kind of like saw the hype about us online and like how much traction we were kind of getting like really early on and then um he actually flew out to one of our shows in Dallas and watched us play at a, what was Amplified Live. And I was like, yeah, we want to sign you to Century Media. And we were like, sick. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that just kind of happened really quick too. And then that was right before the pandemic also. So it was like, we we're so amped up for getting signed to, you know, Sony, Century Media. And then it was like, boom, no touring for a year and a half and <laughs> go fuck yourself. So. Um, it was pretty brutal, but you know, it was, all of this has been super quick. I mean, we really formed frozen soul at, you know, the latter half of 2018 mm-hmm. and, um, is when it kind of started kicking into high gear. And then, uh, you know, 2019 is when the demo came out and the touring and stuff. So all of it has just been boom, 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 like all the time. But yeah, yeah Gitter was I've... the one who, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I would say that's why I think it's been so impressive, but get and the, and the reason I was kind of getting to get her is because everybody I talked to all the bands that I seem to like the new bands that I seem to like that are on sensory media all seem to have funneled through him, whether it's spirit world or orthodox or you guys, or I, I fucking forget who else, but there's, it's, it's a ton of them. And everybody seems to reference the same guy as that. It was Mike Kidder who, who got them hooked up with Century media. And I think that's a very cool thing. Cause I don't know about you, but to me, Century media was always like, I don't know. It's it a very different label, but very diverse. Like I used to get these identity comps and like they were, they were called, it was some compilation series they did called identity. And it would have on like, I hate God and Opeth and Marauder and turmoil and like all the different Jag pans or, or whatever I start. It was just like all the different kinds of cool music. I liked on one label, one compilation. And it's kind of happening again. And I think that's yeah. really cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. Get her. Um, Going back to Gitter, he is like uh, all over the place. Like he goes to shows all the time. He was at our show in, at the Bobosco on this tour. He comes out every single tour pretty much to watch us play and just like cut it up with us. And he gave us our test presses uh, for the new record while we were in LA. So that was nice of him. <clears throat> but yeah, he's he's always like got a really good ear for new bands and, you know, sniffing them out, I guess. Yeah. So he's sick. Well, tell me, uh, but obviously we're going to speak about the new record. Glacial Domination comes out tomorrow. Like we said, um, mm-hmm. people will hear this later. So it came out, whatever it came out on what, what's the tomorrow's date? The 19th, May 19th. It came out May 19th and uh, it's really good. I've listened to it a lot. You know, the, the privilege of having promos sent to you early. Uh, I've been, I've been through it a lot of times. You mentioned you just got the test press. I can't imagine you had a chance to run it though. Right. If you've been out on tour. Oh no, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we barely. We on this tour we have we've had days off, but they've just been driving like fifteen mm. plus hours. That's not we haven't even had a time to like go anywhere on this tour, so we're all kind of right. tired. Um, but yeah, um, now we haven't had time to like spend the test press, but I'll do that as soon as I get home in a few weeks. Do so you like the record? I do. I do like the record, and uh, I knew I was going to like the record when I saw the, w- the first couple videos for it. You know, the first few singles. Uh, the videos are all, of course, were all very well done too. Um, the, 
the choice to use Trivium's Matt Heafy, I know that's going to be a thing. And I'm sure it's something you guys got to talk about every time is, uh, was a cool move. I, Cause I always appreciate not giving a shit and just doing what's best for you and what sounds best and what you want. Like, like fuck the whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Like, there's yeah. there's so many stupid rules that people want you to follow about the way to make a, a fucking your own record that I, I like that you guys did it the way you did. Tell me about getting hooked up with Matt and you know, who's known for being in this massive metal band Trivium. And now he's working with you guys. Well, as is my understanding, uh, Matt was the one that reached out to us initially and wanted to work with us in some form or fashion. And I think he's wanted to, you know, he's has his hands on a lot of other projects and endeavors. So um, I think he was wanting to more try to do more uh, production and like that kind of thing. Um, And so we were like, sure. Like, Obviously, he's a very talented and successful musician, so why not? And uh, he was nice enough to let us go out to his, uh, you know, Trivium's hangar. And we flew out there and we're writing songs and, you know, um, it was pretty crazy. (laughs) Uh, That thing is insane. And uh, it is literally an airplane hangar. So um, we were out there for about a week, um, you know, just going through ideas like Matt would write something. We would write something. We kind of toss it back and forth and, you know, go off of that. Um, And that's all we did for a week with him out there. And then uh, we would send like rough drafts to him and see what he thought. And it was just kind of this back and forth thing, um, you know, throughout the process of making this. So uh, that was pretty much his involvement, you know, and um, giving us criticism or, or feedback uh mm-hmm. and then helping us write some things too where where we needed help or like hey could this be better here and you know he would come up with something or whatever so yeah that's cool that's, I, I, that's cool and i think i think the guy's got, to his credit he's got his it clearly has the chops to play you know this stuff and uh you know he does that i think he has that black metal band too you know so he's not it's not like he's just this uh mainstream metal dude i wouldn't even call trivium that so i think it's I think it's, I think it's cool. I think it's very cool that you worked with him and, uh, yeah. it sounds, the record sounds fantastic. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, he's definitely not a one trick pony by any means. I mean, I'm pretty sure he worked with, uh, is Sean from emperor, mm-hmm. um, and that black metal thing that they were doing. And so he's very versatile and, you know, incredibly talented. It's just insane. He's like, Oh, what about this solo? <laughs> you know, it's like, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> You're sick. Um, is he is he one of those good at everything people? Those those are super annoying, but in, in like a nice way. Like they're just like everything they touch is like, are you fuck you can do that too? You can skateboard, you know, you can you can play guitar. You like I think I think so. I think he's one of those yeah. people that's like, Yeah, let me try my hand at, you know, whatever the banjo and he's like shredding on a banjo or something. Right. You know, like just good at everything. And that's cool. <laughs> that is cool. Good for them. But I'm always jealous. Of them. Um, the 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 frozen, the ice, the thing, the theme that you guys have built into this band, I think is great. I think you should. And I'm, I think you will. I think you should run it into the ground as long as you can. And just like because <laughs> like nobody else is doing it. It's totally it's it's genuinely. A, a, well, I don't think anybody else is doing it. It's totally original. I think it's cool as hell. It makes for a great album artwork. I'm looking at the cover of Glacial Domination right now, and I don't know exactly what it is because I'm looking. It's pretty small there, but it looks pretty fucking cool. Uh, tell me about the the you being a visual person yourself. You said you're a tattoo artist. Uh, what is and you know just an artist in general? What is that? side the visual side of frozen soul like for you is it a whole band input is label coming to you guys with stuff is it a combination of all things uh it's that's kind of a hard one because it's like um the label we have to get everything approved for the label obviously but for the most part they give us the freedom to do whatever we want so like uh with glacial like we had an idea you know and like um, sometimes like I'll rough sketch something and then we'll throw it to like an artist that, you know, has the time to sit there and oil paint or do whatever. Um, and it's more so like everybody, that's the thing with frozen soul is everybody has input 
Um, and we all you can kind of hear everybody out. So like even down to like our scrims for our cabs and stuff, like mm-hmm. we have these, you know, um, images that are printed and we put them up like when we play and stuff like we're getting new ones for instance and it's like well what do we want and we'll kind of mock it up like chad will we'll do a lot of that stuff and we'll send it over to get printed so nobody is you know having to deal with anything that they don't uh 100 agree on uh usually right. you know it's all a team effort with us and um i think that's part of what makes you know this band so successful too is it's all like we're all pulling our own weight and it's all a team effort. So, mm-hmm. um, but for the most part, it's like, you know, even for the music videos and stuff, like, like we'll kind of brainstorm, like for morbid effigy, we all had these ideas. We write them all down, send them to Brendan, the director, we come up with a game plan. So it's all like mostly on our end where we like are how we portray ourselves and how like the visual aesthetics that are coming out, if that makes sense. So yeah, um, totally. we want a lot of control over that. And uh, so far, I think we've been doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's everything looks like I, th- I think it's very cool that in a in in a good way, everything looks I, I hate using this phrase, but everything looks on brand for Frozen Soul. But that's not a bad thing because it's unique. It's not like it's not like everything looks on brand for a death metal band. It's everything looks on brand for frozen soul specifically. And I think that's important. I also think that's important. Um, I mean, when I'm like thinking of specific bands, like certain icons or images are coming into my head. So it's like, I think it's true to like your image and what you're trying to come across at. Tell me about the, the actually just the, the release of a record. The record comes out tomorrow. Now, at this point, you've put out a couple things. Maybe is this what do we call this? Do we call this the second full length? Yeah, this is the second full length. Okay, because I know you had the other thing that was kind of, but not really. But it's an LP. It's like two L. This is like the third twelve-inch record, though, right? Or am I getting that wrong? Um, we had the demo, which was you know, just four songs. And then we had one full length with this script. And then now this is the second. Okay. Full length, so, okay. Yeah. All right. So, all right. Well, I'm, I'm pretty much there, but anyway, so tell me about the, <laughs> you've put out a couple records, uh, but this one has obviously got to be the biggest one for you yet. So tell me about what you're most looking forward to with the, with the release of it that comes out tomorrow. Um, well, you said this is going to get published later, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, we have a lot of really exciting news, but we can't release it yet. But um, mm-hmm. what I'm most excited about is just the anxiety of just getting this out there because it's something we've been just toiling over for way too fucking long. It feels like, um, you know, down to every like last detail, it's just like agonizing with us, you know. So to have this just be like, here it is, world, like mm-hmm. that's going to be a relief. We also have a double video coming out tomorrow. So mm-hmm. that is going to be um, for Frozen Soul, The Assimilator. So it's going to be a double song, double video tomorrow. And um, it's our biggest budget for a music video also. So that is going to be, we're we're pretty happy with it. We're pretty excited about that. It's like a little mini movie based around like the thing. Um, like that's kind of like the theme. Yeah. So um very excited about that tomorrow. Um there's just a lot of like happiness that comes with the record release. I know we're on tour right now, so we can't like party or celebrate like at home like we normally would, but I think tomorrow is probably gonna be sold out. So that's gonna be great. Um we're playing a show in Portland and we got a lot of homies up there. So it's just gonna be a good day overall. And then but mostly it's like the relief of it being like this is it and you can like it or you can fuck off basically. <laughs> like, you know, it's like we worked our asses off for this, you know, record to be like what we consider perfect. So, yeah. um, I don't know. I'm just excited in general. I think this is going to open up a lot of like new doors for us. Um, we're getting a ton of really great tour offers right now, just in general. But I think after this record comes out, it's just going to be like nonstop. Um, if there was ever any doubt, it's going to get squashed pretty quickly. 
Um, yeah. And I'm pretty confident in this record. So I, we all are obviously or else we wouldn't have put it out. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, uh, I, I think, I think you should be. And I think, I think that's like your answer covered a lot of things. And I think that's all very cool. And uh, I, it's what I would imagine. This is, I, I ask that question to like almost everybody who's about to release a record and everybody kind of has a different answer, but a lot of times people just want to hold it in their hands. They just want to see it, you know, but, uh, but mostly it's like what you're saying. It's just really just, it's almost like getting the weight off your shoulders. It's finally getting yeah. it out there, you know? Yeah. Cause you have to, I mean, you got to worry about like people leaking it, like, cause you know, it gets sent out to people. And I know cattle decapitation had an issue yeah. a few months back where somebody leaked it and that's always in the back of your head or like, you know, that's just work down the drain. That's, I can't even imagine that shit. Um, so you got to worry about like criticism and all this other stuff. And so, yeah, I'd be lying if I said I don't like refresh like pages and comments and like kind of look and see what people are saying. But for the most part, like, you know, I'm just stoked. I'm fucking stoked on it. And tomorrow's going to be a great day, even though we're all fucking exhausted. It's going to be a great day tomorrow. And um, like I said, I think it's going to open up a lot more doors for us and opportunities going forward. So that's something I'm looking forward to. Yeah, that's that, that that's awesome and uh i'm I'm happy for you guys to have that excitement of feeling the it's 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 got to kind of suck like you mentioned releasing a record mid tour but whatever at least you're yeah. fucking already in in you know you, you can hit the road right away or you already are hitting the road tell me about yeah. this tour uh this tour made a little bit of news uh in your home state right earlier in the a couple weeks ago yeah. a week or two ago yeah um it's been a pretty great tour uh the crowds have been awesome and everything um had some issues i guess with the ridgely security during terror set um they were being a little too like uh i guess overbearing like you know grabbing people by you know kids by the necks and throwing them out and shit like that and um it can break somebody's fucking neck doing that shit if you're not trained and like it was just handled really unprofessionally, like all their security shit. And, um, you know, it's funny because now all these tours that are coming through are moving venues because yeah. of that. They're like, fuck this shit. Cause I mean, kids want to mosh kids want to fucking right. stage dive. And I understand both sides of it, like from the venues perspective and everything. But like, you know, we, for instance, we, we had that incident and then we played Colorado Colorado was great. It had a fucking ton of stage diving and they were catching them and being polite, setting them back down and giving everybody free water. And like, that's how that shit should be handled. And at the originally, they're just like kicking, you know, 18 year olds out and for just having fun. And it's like, y'all suck. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, charging for hot water and shit. It's like, this is, it was hot as balls in there. It was so fucking hot, even in the green rooms. Um, just everybody pouring sweat too. And it's like, you're really going to charge like $4 for a bottle of water. Like, come on y'all. So yeah, it made the news. Um, and it's funny cause like I posted some video of like Jesus stage diving during our set and it went on metal injection and stuff and like all this other crap. And I'm just like, damn, <laughs> I guess this was a pretty like sick show, but, um, but yeah, they're lame for that. And yeah, they're going to face the repercussions for that because they're going to lose a ton of business. So whatever. I, I've I've seen that. I've seen a lot of bands diverting their tours or, you know, changing dates. Uh, and not that I think Texas is a small state by any means, but is that a place that you're familiar with? Like, is that near where you guys are from? I don't know the geography down there exactly. Oh, the Ridgely? Yeah. Yeah. That's like, that's like 20 minutes from my house. Oh, okay. that. Um, <laughs> shit. That yeah, sucks. So it does suck um especially because uh the main venue that was in dallas like the dfw area it actually recently shut down mm. um so that was like where all the major tours were coming through and so now they've been rerouted to ridgely and originally like nobody wants to play there so it's like well, what the fuck are we gonna do now <laughs> you know yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah i grew up with a venue like that there's a venue was well, shut down here during the pandemic, but it was, it was called chameleon club in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And it had a, it had a lot of good shows for a long time, but the bouncers, when I was a kid were so fucking mean 
they, they, they will whoop our asses. And we were kids, you know, we were kids and they would fucking, th- you yeah. get thrown down the stairs. That was, you always knew that you were going to get thrown down the stairs when you got kicked out. And eventually years later, people who the right type of people started working there and it became a great place to go see shows. But man, it, it sucks when you have like the main place that, that is willing to book heavy music, but not willing to put up with the crowd that comes along with it. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the thing is like, each genre of music is going to have a different type of crowd. There's going to be some genres where your you know, crowd is literally sitting down and staring right. at you. And that this tour package, that is not that kind of crowd. And so like the people who work at these venues need to understand like stage diving is going to happen, like moshing, like, and shit is going to happen. Like you just have to like deal with it accordingly and not be a bunch of dickheads. So, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully they get it together, but I fucking doubt it. Well, I'm sure it's a big enough area that somebody else will pop up eventually. But what? The, but I don't fucking know either. You guys also never mind. I was going to go on some stupid, uh, some stupid fucking Pennsylvania versus Philadelphia versus Dallas thing. But we don't need to go there right now. I'm sure you don't give a shit. So I'm, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going down that road. Um, the uh, again, the glacial domination comes out very soon tomorrow exactly for you and I. Uh, we, you mentioned like these songs were uh, probably or the band kind of got shut down during the pandemic when you were doing anything. Is that when all this material was written? Is this, is this considered like a pandemic record to you? Oh, no, no, uh, not at all. Uh, this most of this material was written, you know, uh, last year, like, mm-hmm. you know, 2022. Um, and a lot of it didn't even get finalized till we were actually in the studio, you know, some last minute changes and stuff. So, I mean, it was really us kind of hammering stuff out last year and then the tail end of the year before that. Um, but we really ramped it up in the summer, you know, uh, of last year was when all kind of the writing happened and when we flew out to go write with Matt Heafy and stuff. So, so no, yeah. it wasn't a pandemic record. I didn't think so. I got to stop asking people that because I think we're past that point. I think that I think that time has gone. I I sat like pretty much right here for like two years and I've been going to a job for about a year now. And uh, it still feels like yesterday. Every time I just sit right here, I want to get back in that. I love I love the pandemic. I was the I'm the pandemic's biggest fan. So I was so I, I just keep I can't get over it. I want it back. Um, I hated it. <laughs> well, that's because it sounds like you have a job that involves like being out there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. There was no touring and then I couldn't tattoo most of that time. So I was just like, I guess I'll go fuck myself. Like <laughs> Jesus. Um, it was brutal. But anyway, I don't want to talk about that. Shit sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Well, um, you mentioned, and like we said, this will be out after it, but you mentioned the frozen soul assimilator video. That's the two songs you said, right? And I'm looking at the track list and the timeline. That's like, then you did say that's like a, it's like a mini movie because it does average out to like, well, comes out to like almost nine minutes. Exactly. So that's pretty mm-hmm. long. And you've already released a couple videos, or at least two other ones, right? There was Arsenal of War and Morbid Effigy and, uh, and Glacial Domination. Domination. Damn. So you got five music videos for this thing are going to be out as of tomorrow. Yeah. So we might have one more that comes wow. out later. Uh, we actually, I don't, I don't know how that's going to go. It's like kind of up in the air right now, but we, uh, we filmed when we were in Europe in February, uh, the dude from football filmed us like playing mm-hmm. death and glory. Um, so we might turn that into like a music video, like when we get back home or something, I don't know yet, but we'll see yeah. how we feel. But yeah, that's so cool. far three and then two coming out tomorrow. For music that's cool. I like them. I like them. They're, they're very extremely well done. I assume a lot of that has to do with just having, having the backing of somebody like century media and a label at that size or, but you know, however it gets done, there's, there's smaller bands that have good videos too. So I don't know. Well, it's fuck. I, maybe it's easier to do now. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's partially because we had like a little bit bigger budget. Um, and also like we worked with Brendan who we've worked with on previous music videos as well. Um, he did two of our other music videos on Crypt device. So um, we were familiar with them and that's who we went to for these uh, videos as well. So, and he's worked with like a lot of big names like Mastodon and uh, mm-hmm. Ghost and stuff like that. So 
Um, he knows what the fuck he's doing. And uh, I think the video tomorrow, the videos tomorrow are going to be pretty successful and sick. So hopefully everybody likes them. Well, I did. I really enjoyed the glacial domination video. It was very simple, but it was, it was nice and nice and brutal. And, uh, it, it was, it was funny to me too. The, the, it, it reminded me a yeah. little bit of a Geico commercial. And I mean that as a compliment. Like it was. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was an interesting one to film also. Uh, I like Why how the that? video came out. Uh, we went like, we flew out to Colorado to film that, but we filmed it on, a mountain. So like, that's like 9,000 feet above whatever fucking city we're in. And a blizzard actually started happening. Mm. So if you look at Matt's footage a little bit, the drummer, uh, it's actually like, there's actual blizzard footage and he got the worst of it. And by the time I start, it was my turn It like the blizzard went away and I was like, <laughs> but we had to, um, we had to play in like fucking, it's probably like two and a half feet of snow. Like, I mean, it was almost up to my knees. So I was just like freezing my fucking ass off. Like we all were um, trying to get these shots on the side of this fucking mountain. <laughs> it was pretty crazy. You know, that's uh, I, while, yeah. while watching it, I assumed you had, it had to be shot somewhere. It definitely wasn't shot in Texas. No, fuck no. <laughs> yeah. I was in Colorado. I can't remember the exact city, but it was like right outside of Denver somewhere, but we had to go up this like really winding mountain and like, it was crazy. And this like really nice guy, like let us kind of chill in his cabin because it was like shot around that area. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had nice cute dogs too. And, um, but yeah, it was, he was cool, but it was a pretty brutal shoot just because of the weather. It was really fucking cold. So well, that, that's, that's like, I think that's the curse of uh, being a brutal death metal band called frozen soul. I think it's appropriate that yeah. you have to suffer brutal cold every now and then, you know? Sure. That's, for sure. that's what you that's what you get. Um, all right. So what is ahead in 2023 for Frozen Soul? Well, we've got uh it's mainly touring. Uh uh I don't know how much I can say, but that's what you can you can just year, say that. You can Okay. We've got uh the rest of this year is pretty fucking stacked in terms of touring and shows. We've got our uh annual wrecking ball coming up. And that's going to be on Halloween weekend. If you've never been to Wrecking Ball, go to Wrecking Ball. You will What's not regret it. It is our festival that we put on every year. So it had like last year we had Sanguasugabog, Undeath, mm. 200 Stab Wounds. Like um, it was fucking nuts. And if you go to YouTube and look up like the footage from last year, it was insane. That was the craziest show I've ever played. Um. And we're doing it again this year. And it will be at the same venue at the Echo in Dallas. And uh, this year is fucking stacked. I cannot release any of the names yet, but it is fucking going to be huge. Way bigger than last year. And um, it's going to be multiple days now. So um, including an after party. So that is something that we'll be working on as soon as we get back home, pretty much, is gearing up for Wrecking Ball. It's a big thing for us. And then uh, next year, at the beginning of next year, we have got an insane tour. Um, cannot say anything, but the announcement will be later this year. And uh, it made my head explode. So um, <laughs> I'm super stoked on that one. I'm stoked for the tour at the end of this year as well. Um, so and all the festivals this summer, we're running the uh, European festival circuit uh, as well this summer. So. I'm home for, or we're home for about like a month and a half. And then we just fly out to Europe and we're going to be doing like Vakken and uh, Bloodstock and Summer Breeze and all that shit out there. So, yeah. Very cool and appropriate to, you know, coming off of this, this record. I mean, it's, it's, it's exactly what you should be doing when you release a record this big, this cool to go tour the world like that. Last question. I just want to know if people are still working out during your set. Yes. Still happening? <laughs> yeah. The- yeah, the push-up thing is still happening uh, for sure. Why? We'll never know. But uh, yeah, people get on the ground and do push-ups, and that's fucking that's what they want to do. I mean, that's their business. I mean, Chad will call it out sometimes, like you know. But uh, yeah, they're still uh, in the push-up pits. <laughs> Has there been a push-up competition in your band yet? 
Dude, I don't even think I could do one push-up. So now <laughs> there's there's no fucking way. Uh, I mean, maybe Matt could do a push-up, but I didn't. I didn't want to be a part of any of that because <laughs> I can't even do a push-up. So whatever. <laughs> um, but no, I don't think there's going to be a competition anytime soon. That was my conversation with Samantha Mobley of Frozen Soul. The song you just heard was Arsenal of War, which I believe was the first single from Glacial Domination and the last single you'll hear from Frozen Soul on this episode of Getting It Out podcast, which is which is a pretty final statement of mine. Uh, But look, I just said for this episode, all right, I'm not saying you won't hear more singles from Frozen Soul. Don't. Don't don't dig into my statements too much. All right. I'm just saying things. It's early. 622 a.m. on Tuesday morning, coming off a three day weekend, spent most of it 
in Princeton, New Jersey, as part of the P-Raid at Princeton University. Uh, first experience, an interesting one for sure. Um, better weekend than I expected. Pretty good time. Thanks, New Jersey, for having me once again. I feel like I'm in New Jersey often, and my opinion on New Jersey might be changing. But my opinion on Frozen Soul isn't changing. I thought they ruled. I still think they rule. The new album, Glacial Domination, is now, of course, available everywhere, courtesy courtesy of Century Media Records. Go check it out. Get into it if you like what you heard. And I'm sure that you did, because I know what you like. And that was death metal sometimes. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you like rock and roll music, and I do too. But I bet you hate ACDC. And if you do, you're a dick. ACDC is pretty good. Just pick a song, any song. You like it. Anyway, this isn't ACDC, and it has nothing to do with them. But gettingitout.net is now back up in business as well. A couple of days off, unintentional days off last week, towards the end of the week, as background stuff wasn't working. Jesus, when I go through this episode and listen, I'm going to be like, damn. We've had a lot of issues here uh, lately on the getting it outside, but everything is running smoothly again. Go there, check it out. Put up a post about the new End Rain track, Desolate Fog. A little preview of what's coming in the next week or two. Uh, Episodes with Trevor Phipps of Unearth. MC Heiser of Skid Row Garage. We're going to be talking about that relaunch. And Dominic Romeo of End Rain, as I just mentioned. Good friend of mine. We're going to be having a chat about the band and their new record that has long been in gestation. But until then, I'm going to leave you with a track from Christchurch, New Zealand's Blindfolded and Led to the Woods. You've heard me play them here before. You're hearing me play them here again. This track comes off of their fourth album, Rejecting Obliteration on Prosthetic Records. It is available now everywhere. This song is called Methlehem. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. <laughs>